Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Does Waterford, the sunny southeast Ireland's oldest city, recently voted the best place to live in Ireland? Is it a little bit ignored, though? Does it get that recognition that it really deserves? Our own political correspondent, Sean Defoe, he's a proud Waterford man. He's here with me on our panel today. And uh, Dr. Ashling O'Neill from Arc Labs and research manager at the um, Southeast Tech University. Thanks to you both for joining us here in the Tower Hotel. Thanks, Andrea. The official I Loves Me County panel <laughs> can finally well, get going. Well, I mean, I thought you were making a bit of a show yourself with the hat and the T-shirt today. When you came in, but, you know, the I love jersey Waterford. from 2006. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but look, you, you are a proud Waterford man, Sean, and I know you a long time. Um, what, what is great about Waterford, though? Uh, there's lots of great about Waterford. Firstly, uh, I just want to say the Tower Hotel looks absolutely amazing, yeah. as you were saying yeah. on the way in. I Don't was figuring out it's actually 10 years next month since I had my Debs in this very building. Stop. And I'm amazed they let and me they through let the door. Back. I know I'm absolutely <laughs> Stunned, well, there isn't a bar was telling order. us earlier about you, but <laughs> yeah, well. there's a blacklist somewhere. Um, yeah, no, I think it, it does get a little bit slept on. It's sort of kind of forget, forgotten about as maybe the fifth city of Ireland, and we talk about it, the others in Galway, Limerick, and Cork, and Dublin a little bit more. But there's lots of great things about growing up here. And again, you don't really appreciate them until you're gone a while and you look back and you go, oh, yeah, actually, that was really good. And you've got kind of the amalgam of the city life that we have here and a city that's really coming on, like even just walking around the amount of new businesses you mentioned, mm. Union there, there was CC Designs down on the quay, which is loads of fantastic stuff in it uh, trade coffee which have popped into there as well a lovely Americano on the way and the Viking Triangle which we're here in as well which has Reginald's Tower has the, the Crystal uh, Showhouse and Factory has the Bishop's Palace has what, uh, the only Museum of Time which uh, is fairly new in here so lots of if you're into horology which a lot of people are you can uh, visit the Museum of Time here so there's lots to do around the city yeah. loads of nice places to eat as well but then you've got really close the likes of Dunmore East which is just stunningly beautiful like this picturesque town lovely place to go will be thronged I would say over the coming mm. days Tremore only out the road and then and a lot of people say this was talking to Ushin Langan of course for formerly yeah. at the News Talk Parish a proud West Waterford man saying you can't you can't get, deal with these city lads at all you need to get out to Dungar <laughs> Bernard Moore, Lismore and yeah. that end of the county so there really is there's so much to offer when you are living here or even if you're just visiting if you're down for, for August for your summer holidays yeah. Are you born and bred Ashling? Yes. Waterford? Yeah, 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 yeah very, very proud data girl uh, I was saying to, to Sean you know we should have had John Milan here you know <laughs> I, I'm known with some of my colleagues as Ashling loves me county O'Neill you know um, because really like, like that Sean has described so much of what's mm. wonderful about Waterford and I think traditionally like we definitely have not gotten the spotlight that we deserved and I, I, I dread to say it but I actually think Covid was a very interesting uh, transformative time okay. for us in terms of people were kind of forced to do the staycation thing mm. that maybe wouldn't have done it as readily well, before. Well it's my first time here yeah. ever in Waterford and I, I put that down partly to the fact that I suppose you know just from a geographical proximity I'm from Donegal and mm. you know you would have been in New York as quick years ago <laughs> coming to Waterford you know coming here you know but like but yeah. it, the thing is in advance of coming here I've been asking loads of people where should I go what should I do yeah. and everyone's telling me like you, you'd need three or four days really. Absolutely. Yeah, easily. yeah you know like so Sean describes some of the gorgeous areas of West Waterford there but they're connected 
to the city by a greenway. So you can have yeah. this cycle route that's actually relatively flat. It's, mm. a, it's a kind of amazing that, <laughs> that we've managed to, it follows the, the, uh, the old railroad. Um, so it, it means people can have that cycle on the greenway, can go as far as Dungarvan, you know, maybe have an old pint in the moorings and a bit of chowder or, you know, yeah. some lunch and, and cycle back. And you're seeing just these spectacular views. But within the city itself, like we have so much going on you know particularly at this time of year we have summer in the city which is being led by Anna Jordan Anna is an absolute now powerhouse in Waterford and um, but like that the amount of entertainment that's on the street now it's, it's definitely helpful that we're experiencing the weather that we have at the moment because it's so lovely to just be out and about like you say strolling the streets yeah. seeing you know all of these little kind of cobbled streets and Beautiful entertainment. Some of the things that struck me about Waterford, um, Waterford City yesterday when when we were here and we were just browsing about, it was, first of all, I suppose it was the accessibility of it Mm -hmm. and the fact that it's actually, it's a very walkable city. Like, it's easy to get around. Everything is kind of within a stone's throw of you. Um, It's it's not terribly hilly, you know, in in, in that, like, (laughs) because we've been talking an awful lot lately here on on Lunchtime Live about cities that are, you know, um, you know, mobility friendly, Mm. um, age friendly cities. And like, it struck me going through Waterford yesterday that, like, even just as I'm sitting here in the Tyra Hotel, looking out the window, the bay window in the front, there's just benches all along the prom. You've got lampposts on the prom as well. And at the bottom of the lampposts are near like two little seats that you can sit on mm. you've loads of different sort of like you know big monuments that again they're just really well designed and the place looks well and really yeah. Yeah, as you say really walkable really cyclable as well yeah, if you have yeah. a bike and water you can pretty much go anywhere you know but the Transport for Ireland scheme has come here just yeah. last month and we now have 14 stations around that like that you can rent a bike for I don't know, I think it's by 30 minutes yeah, or something like that. Very, very little, you know, yeah. So and then take that out on the Greenway as well. If you want, you, know, you can rent absolutely. a bike on the quay and literally get on the quay yeah. cycle to Dungarvan. There's a new bridge going in as well. It's going to be a pedestrian and cycle bridge over to Ferrybank, which would have been very handy yeah. for me when I was <laughs> here, staggering back after a night out instead of getting a taxi. And that's going to link up to a new bit of Greenway that's going all the way to New Ross. Ross like, yeah. we're going to be able to be able to ground almost the entire country yeah. by Greenway by the time it's done. So, aside from the tourist element of this, what is it about living here? Because I know, Sean, you're a proud Waterford man, but I mentioned you you now reside in and, and obviously work in, in Dublin um, but Ashling, you didn't leave, you haven't left the data county so like is it a good place to live though? It's an amazing place to live you know like because I think about this a lot in terms of the career that I've pursued you know like you can absolutely build an international career that has again only been facilitated by the kind of new working models um, that have, have been have come about in COVID you know so I manage the Arc Labs Research and Innovation Centre we're the business incubator for Southeast Technological University um, and so we work with predominantly digital tech companies but we have had such a huge um, resurgence of the economy here particularly in that area of technology which gives great opportunities Mm. for employment great opportunities for um, people to come to Waterford to establish businesses in Waterford to stay in Waterford if they so choose you know and in terms of the kind of affordability here you know in relative terms it's much more affordable in Waterford and you can have like an amazing working day a very productive uh, working day and still be at the beach at, you know, half past five, you know, on, yeah. on, a, on an evening like this evening. I know there's there's the tech and the pharma opportunities. Beyond that, Ashling, are there, like, in terms of the, the unemployment rate in, in Waterford and, and that kind of trajectory over the years, like, are there other opportunities for people? 
Certainly. I mean, the hospitality sector that um, has been described here is huge. And we also have a, a thriving tourism sector, you know, that, that can really be capitalised on. Um, and like that, again, we, we, we need to all work together and, and really, I suppose, highlight the, all of the different elements that you can have in Waterford. That kind of cultural heritage piece, you know, we're seeing the kind of blending of all of the different elements you know so I'm working on a project called Portalis and um, so we're, we're doing some archaeological work that is going to potentially uncover that Waterford had the first settlement in Ireland out in Creedon Head by Woodstown um, but we're integrating technology in that and we are going to look at how we can create virtual reality augmented reality experiences that are going to then capitalize on the, the yeah. museums um, and so it's just amazing to see everyone come together. Yeah. So we've loads to do. Um, you know, we, we can get a job in various industries. I suppose you know better than, than most, Sean, from, from your work in the political arena. Like the housing issue is a big issue. Mm. Are houses affordable here? Certainly a lot more affordable than they are in Dublin anyway yeah. and in their surrounding commuter belt. Now, Waterford has seen house price increases which are percentage-wise ahead of some of the rest of the country and that, I think, reflects, one, that there is a bit more demand, that particularly mm. after COVID, a lot of people, like Ashling has said, are reassessing and going, well, actually, yeah, I can do work from Waterford. I don't have to commute or maybe I only have to be in the office two days a week and I'm quite happy to do, the, you know, it's less than two hours really to Dublin well, City Centre. This is the thing. If you're doing roads. that two days a week and you thought yeah. three days I'm at home and I have that better quality of life because it is a, overall a better quality of life you've got really good schools that are around you've got really good opportunities the tourism stuff the copper coast all that mm. kind of thing and nice places to eat and drink and sort of live around the city so I think there is going to be certainly a piece of work to be done to make sure that they can continue to build a good housing stock that remains affordable so that people can move out here but that's something that every county is facing a bit yeah. of difficulty with so affordability wise it is there um, probably a little bit more than if you were buying a house in the middle of nowhere or in Donegal dare I say Absolutely. Um, but not, not too bad either no. Yeah. Text in from a listener here as well and who says I moved to Waterford four years ago I've never looked back lovely size city um, it's only it's only um, what better the better it's getting apologies I misread that uh, from this listener another texter again Waterford isn't cycle friendly very few bike lanes you would take your life into your hands cycling in the city uh, is it cycle friendly I think it's relatively cycle friendly now, there probably could be more bike lanes around yeah. um, certainly uh, you probably know better from being around but uh, when I was there there wasn't a huge amount of cycle lanes but it still got around it pretty yeah. easily again more suggestions coming in of where we should go the Spinnaker Bar in Dunmore East keeps coming mm. up from listeners yeah you won't get nicer seafood <laughs> says this texter keep them coming into us 53106 like I suppose we've painted a fantastic picture of Waterford here today and yet I don't know if it does get the recognition because it was news to me that Waterford was voted um, the, the best place, you know, the, the nicest place to live in, mm. in the survey, the Irish Times survey last year. Like, does it get the recognition, Ashley? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it gets enough recognition. And I, that's, that's easy for me to say as someone who loves Waterford so much. Mm. But as I say, I definitely feel like we are coming, um, coming to the fore now. And I think, you know, it's, a, it's probably unfortunate for many people to look at the kind of house prices or I think that, is it 21% was the mm. increase in house prices in Waterford but I think that's a real reflection of the quality of life that's available here and like that that people are getting to know about it that bit more um, but certainly there, there can always be more uh, promotion of Waterford Sean from a political point of view is it on the map? 
I think politically it hasn't been on the map as much as it could be. The last time we had a senior cabinet minister was obviously Martin Cullen. That's quite a long time ago now at this stage. And I think really, if you were looking at the representatives who've been in a government, putting it onto the cabinet agenda, it hasn't probably got there. I know there would be a feeling from some people in Waterford that Cork gets a lot more attention. You have a Cork Taoiseach now. Simon Coveney has been in cabinet for a long time. Michael McGrath as well. So there's a lot of, uh, I suppose, feeling that maybe the political resources are going to there or Dublin. But I think there is a really good opportunity for Waterford to kind of stake itself on the map. And while we're talking about all the good things that are there, there is so much opportunity to get better. If you look at the window that's behind us here at the North Keys... it's entirely undeveloped and how many cities in Europe are built on rivers hundreds and hundreds and hundreds how many of them have one side of the river that is totally a blank canvas for development I'd say very very few if maybe just one in Waterford there's a huge opportunity there it's hit a stalling block in the last while in terms of money that was meant to come in didn't come in apparently the council now does have a preferred developer to to develop it to build the bridge I was talking about and to make that something that's a really huge attraction you've got the likes of the Ardry Hotel that has been empty for pretty much as long as I can remember overlooking the river one of the most beautiful views for any hotel could possibly have if it was properly developed again so there's so much potential with the technological university now there which was i thought by the time i had finished college it might be up and running yeah. it was one of the reasons i was thinking of going to wit as it was at the time now it is there founded as of may uh, that's a real opportunity to keep young people here mm. where that talent drain perhaps happened in the past are there the opportunities for young people ashling the, the young, the starting out, those sort of early day young professional positions that people need to get to kind of learn the trade in, in whatever their sector. Does that exist here? Absolutely. And I think what we've been very fortunate with the, the size of the uh, university is that we've been very agile in the programmes that we're providing and we in, engage really well with industry to see what the skills needs are for our graduates, which means that when they come out of college, they're, you know, they've generally done a placement opportunity They'll, they'll have internship opportunities. They'll have those kind of graduate opportunities. And, and again, that's something, particularly in my context with the digital technology space, we see the majority of our companies are uh, majority graduates from yeah. WIT and well okay. now SETU. Mm. Um, the, a couple of the messages coming in again, just actually specifically talking about the, the cycle lane and not um, necessarily the greenway. But sustainability is a big focus mm. at the moment. And obviously the huge government push and government policy based around that. What is transport like here, Ashling? Public transport? Public transport could definitely be improved in Waterford. I, I, I have to say it's, it's not something that I would use a lot in the, the, the kind of areas that I'm going. I work out in Carrigonore to go from my house to Carrigonore by public transport would take me probably about an hour and a half versus 15 minutes in a car. So it, it definitely does. For me, it's, it's easier to drive, um, yeah. but it's something that we could definitely work on. And, you know, like that, I know there's been a transport plan submitted this week um, because we need to improve that and we know we need to improve that. Um, but like that, it, it, it's about taking the steps, you know, towards those better um, yeah. that, yeah, that better it, connectivity. It is one of those areas that really does need to work on and you hope Bus Connect might fix some of that mm-hmm. but I mean I know I used to work out in, in the Beat 102 and 3 offices which are out in, uh, in Art Keen and it was easier for me to walk the hour home because I couldn't rely that a bus would properly come and that's along one of the main routes out the Dunmore Road in Waterford you know mm-hmm. so I think it, that, that's one of the areas where the city needs good work. And yet the, the network 
down here to Waterford is is fantastic and that like mm. I, I left Dublin you know yesterday afternoon um, at about a quarter past four and you know you, you were here drove down um, off the M50 you know down whatever what is it the M7 and M7, M7, M7 M9. yeah um, you know and it's it's a great road it's just, you know it's, it's brilliant and you, you get into the city centre um, less than a two hour trip and you know it's it's very accessible to get here but then when you get here I mean I'm looking we've the bus the bus there and bus there just driving past the tower hotel you know you've got the, the local link as well um, the, the TFI bus too but that kind of seems to be it in terms of the offering yeah really like getting down here is actually pretty easy whether you're yeah. going by bus or by train or down the motorway either from the M7 M9 or even going the other way I came down from Wicklow and came down the, the Wexford side which mm. has had a huge amount of work done with it and the new Ross bypass and all that sort of stuff but I think public transport down here definitely does need to take a little bit of a step up because yeah. I know even if there's a, a man who lives near me up in uh, up in Greystones 92 years old still gets up and decides some days do you know I'm going somewhere on the bus with his free travel pass because he can he said I'm hopping a bus down to Waterford I wanted to go to Dunmore East but when he got here it was too difficult to get to Dunmore East oh, yeah. so he just pottered around the town had a lovely day but you know what I mean if there was just that little bit extra that could get him out to Dunmore or more easily we'd open up so much more of the county Yeah I mean my only complaint is that everybody's been telling me about the sunny south east and, and since <laughs> I got here less than 24 hours ago I'm, I'm yet to see this sun you're all talking about I think it's you I think you brought the Donegal weather down with you frankly because yeah. I've, I've never known it I've never seen a cloud down I know, here before it's all some, sort, all some sort of a <laughs> the Donegal conspiracy to yeah, get the tourism yeah, back yeah, up there absolutely that's, that's exactly it yeah <laughs> listen um, Sean Defoe and of course as well Ashing O'Neill thanks a million to you both for, for joining us here in the programme today um, there's a listener in Lismore is texting to say really where you need to go is North Waterford it's beautiful <laughs> again 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 more coming in for uh, Dunmore East you've got to see Dunmore East Waterford with a film uh, from Maeve Binchy's Echo was made it's my favourite holiday destination for many people uh, Dublin people in fact and that comes in from Maraid Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk.